This week, we're going to learn a little something about Facebook advertising. And let's touch on video, okay? So in video, video ads are very, really good. Uh, they get a lot of engagement. They get people talking. And Facebook likes that. And because Facebook likes that, you should like that. The problem with ads, uh, the video ads, is they cost more money. So it's going to eat into your KPI, your ROI, because they cost more money. The question is, will the increase in price decrease your ROI? Or will it eat into your KPI? That's something you have to answer and only you can answer because every business is totally different. You could have a business that sells bicycles. I could have a business that sells bi bicycles. Guess what? Our responses are going to be different. And there's a lot of reasons for that, even though we're selling the same thing. So when I say a statement of video ads work, I just saw a thousand hands raise and say, no, they don't, no, they don't, no, they don't, no, they don't. Well, it didn't work for you. I know it works for a lot of little guys, and I know it works for a lot of big guys. It does work for the big guys a little bit more than the little guys, and it does work for products that are over $1,000 because the increased price in videos is not going to kill your ROI or eat into your KPI. Okay. So I've explained what ROI is and KPI is in other podcasts. You can go back and take a listen to those real quick. KPI is anything you want. Key performance indicator. It can be anything you want in the beginning. I highly suggest you tie your KPI to your ROI. And you know my formula for having a successful online business. It is minimum 2x. So if you put in $10 in ads, you want to get uh, $20 back. But preferably 3x. So you put in $10 in ads and you get $30 back. That, the, and the more X's you have, you know, 10x is far better than 3x. But all these guys that promise you a 10x business, they're lying to you. It's really rare. Most of the time, the newbies can get to 10x, and then it falls down to where it's supposed to be, somewhere between 3 to 6x. So if you have a business where you're putting in $10 and you get them back $11, that's a 0.1x business. That's not sustainable. It is sustainable, and you will make a profit, obviously, because of the 0.1x. But here's the problem. You'll never be able to get it on autopilot. You'll never be able to go on vacations because, you know, it's pretty obvious. It needs a lot of hand-holding. So what we want to do is get you up to the 2x minimum, 3x preferably. Now you can take vacations. 
Now you can scale it. Now you can also let it ride. Just let it go all on its own. Now, getting back to videos, the video part is very important. Understand that Facebook can read your video, spoken word. They can understand that. They cannot decipher. The algorithm cannot make a judgment call on any of the images that you have. So if you have a static image, the algorithm can read that. If you have a moving image, the algorithm cannot read that as of this writing or as of this podcast. Okay. I used to write a lot of articles for a lot of uh, marketing magazines out there under a lot of different names. So that's why I slipped up and said, as of this writing. So you want to keep the images moving. You can have stuff that Facebook doesn't allow, doesn't like, as long as none of your words spoken or written allude to it, your images can if they're moving images. But I don't want you to take it to the limit. I don't want you to take it that far because the whole industry right now, social media industry, has gone goofy and they are banning people. I almost got banned for talking about fishing. And I said, white buoy, B-O-U-Y. Facebook thought I said, white boy. So it, I didn't say it, I wrote it. I was talking about fishing. I was talking about a white buoy. And they thought that I was trying to disguise the word or the phrase white boy. So they threatened me with being banned. They took that post down. Fishing is, I guess, against the TOS. Uh, I don't know. I learn something new every day. I did it for a reason. I did it so we could have a little discussion right here today and in the future. So the platforms have gone goofy. It's They've got PTSD, the platforms do now, and they're reacting and overacting and overreacting to everything you do. This goes back to my thing of if you're running ads, do not run them under your normal social media account. Create another account. It's that simple. Create another account using your middle name. You know, Johnny Smith. That might be your middle name. Have a different birthday. This is what I do. I'll just tell you what I do. I picked January 1st, 20 years ago. That's what I picked. I always know that it's January 1st, 2000. That's my birthday. Okay. Obviously, it's not. If you saw how old and ugly I am, you would say, my God, David, you're uh, highly optimistic. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, sometimes I make myself laugh. My father called me marginally handsome. Uh, okay, that's my father. I was eight years old. He said I was marginally handsome. That, And if I liked girls and I wanted to get a wife, I had to make a lot of money. Little did he know that I actually took that to heart 
And he was right. Women love money. So guys, if you're out there having a hard time with the women, having a hard time with the ladies, just get a ton of flipping money and they will love you. They may not really love you, but they'll love your money enough to stick around, you know, through your ugliness. So anyway, I'm a marginally handsome marketer. That's why I'm on this side of the microphone and not on that side of the camera. Okay. So what you have to do is be incredibly careful because just think of it this way. These platforms today have PTSD. Okay. And they're going to have PTSD for a while. They're going to be going goofy for a while. I've been knocked off at every platform at least once because I test things for you. How far can I take it? I test it for you so you don't have to get banned and get your ad account completely shut down and then call me and say, David, what do I do? And I go, oh boy, you didn't listen. Podcast number 13, did you? That's where I spelled everything out. So when you have an ad account, do not, do not, do not say anything but like, love, and woohoo to anybody's post. And do not go back to your old friend's posts. Do not post that, hey, I'm doing this under my name now. Don't do that. Don't do that. If you have an ad account, you want to keep that thing virgin. You want to keep it pure. If you go out into the wild at all, just like and love. That's it. No comments. No nothing. The big guys do not go out into the wild at all. They don't do it. So you will not look weird by having an account that does not go out into the wild. Because there's millions of you guys out there that stay to yourself and you should. So that's out of the way. We'll get sidetracked on this podcast because everything is important. And if I come across something accidentally, I'm going to have to talk about it right then if it's important. Okay. All that stuff that I told you is important. So let's get to what I really opened the microphone for, which is this videos. They work. May not work for you. You're going to have to test it. Run four different videos or run the same video with four different copy on the same product to the same landing page. Run $20 a day per ad. That's how I do everything. Per day, per ad. Do not do any combination ad sets. Each test ad has its own ad set. It cannot be simpler than that. Each ad, I don't care if you got 100 of them or 1,000 of them, each ad or two, each ad has its own ad set. These ad sets are not in a campaign together. Do not do any campaign spending. And the reason why is simple. It's this. This is what nobody tells you. Nobody will tell you this. I've run test after test after test. I understand the algorithm. I used to be an algorithm programmer, not for Facebook, but if you're an algorithm programmer or you're a past algorithm programmer, you understand algorithms. And I cannot be any more passionate about this, except for screaming and yelling. Here's the deal. Facebook 
wants happy people. They want happy people. Okay? What you want is sales. The two do not come together all the time. They do not come together all the time. We know as marketers, selling from the negative, you have bad breath, does better than saying, don't you want happy breath? Okay. It absolutely sells better from the negative, but Facebook won't let us do that. So when you put everything in a campaign set and you say, Facebook, take the reins, Facebook, take the wheel, just like Jesus, take the wheel, okay? What Facebook is going to do is they're going to quickly find out which ad people like better, which makes them smile more because they're going to like it more. And they're going to pump all the stinking money into that ad. That is not a legitimate test, people. That's a skewed test. So Facebook, with their dynamic ads and the campaign level ad spend, is giving you skewed data. Dynamic ads were not created. So you could do a test bed. No, they were created for something totally different. They were created if you have one company and you have a dozen products. It was created for that. You could run, put all these ad in, ads in a dynamic ad set and Facebook would run them and find out what products were hot at this time for you. That's what it was designed for. You don't know that. I know that because I know people inside. It was designed and it works really well with carousel type ads. So if you've seen a company do carousel type ads really well, then that's what it was designed for. It was not designed as a test bed. I don't care what anybody tells you. It was not designed for a test bed to make testing decisions because they'll be skewed. Campaign level spending is wrong, wrong, wrong. People say, I made it work. Well, okay, great. You made it work. But did you do an independent test to find out that that ad that Facebook says is good is actually the best ad, the best sales maker for you? No, you didn't because you're not a data scientist. I am. I'm a data scientist. So my background is hacker white hat, programmer, algorithms, data scientist, statistics. I wrote a billion dollars worth of copy. So I know what I'm talking about. Do not do campaign level ad spend. Don't let Facebook take the wheel. You might let Jesus take the wheel, but don't look Facebook take the wheel because Facebook is not Jesus. Okay. Bad things will happen. You will crash into a tree and your whole system will come crashing down based on wrong decisions, based on skewed data that was spoon fed to you and told you were told, Hey, this is the way to do it. No, that's for lazy people who don't know what they're doing. You're not lazy. 
And if you listen to this podcast, you'll know what you're doing at, you know, real quick, because I just shoot from the hip, straight shoot. So here's the thing, getting back to our original topic, <laughs> which is videos. When you create these videos, I want you to do, here's the other thing, award-winning photographer and videographer. Add that to my bio and my resume, okay? You want to do, when you do videos, you want to do what we call control the background. You need to control the background. One of the people that I've been coaching for a while, complete newbie, went from I'm afraid to get in front of the camera to now. You cannot get her away from the camera, okay? Complete newbie. I told her everything. I gave her my $10 million worth of knowledge that I charge good money for. Gave it to her for free. And she deviated a little bit and was about ready to get burned because she gave me a video where she was all excited and everything. She's, that's just the way she is. You don't have to be super excited, but that's just the way she is. And it was her. It wasn't her like it used to be, which is in front of a 10 o'clock news desk, okay? It wasn't as uptight like that. Don't be uptight, be real. Just like I'm not uptight during this podcast, be yourself. But you know what was behind her? Okay, she did not control the background. Lesson number two from me, if you hire me, is control the background. She did not control the background. You know what was behind her when she said, join my program, buy my stuff, BMS, buy my stuff? You know what was behind her? A stop sign. Psychologically, you're telling people, stop, do not do what I'm telling you to do. She almost put it out there into the wild, and I, it took me one and a half seconds to see this thing. So when you do a video, what I want you to do is set up the camera, and I want you to put a stand in. Sometimes your friend, sometimes it's the person behind the camera. I want them to sit in the sofa on the chair that you're going to sit on. And I want you to look at the background of that set, that shot, and see if there's anything that's going to counteract your message. Stop sign. Some kid, you know, picking their nose through the window, putting their nose up against the window just to be funny, something like that. The other thing that you need to do is make sure that that stop sign was readable and it was to her right, our left. Make sure that stop sign or whatever it is, a plant, a pole, is not going through the center of the top of your head. Don't put a pole through the top of your head, okay? So it just takes a little bit of thought. And this is what I do. When I set up a shot, I look at it for about five minutes, trying to pick it apart. And sometimes what I'll do is I'll take, so you don't have to lean down and hunch over, I'll take a picture of it 
take the camera off the tripod and I'll stare at that picture on the back of that camera for five minutes. And I ask myself one question, how does this make me feel? Feel, that is what you want. How does this shot make me feel? Neutral is okay. Makes me feel happy, that's great. Makes me feel sad, well, that could be good depending on your product. Makes me not wanna buy, oh, that's bad. That's very bad, you know? And it could be the colors. It could be the lighting. It could be that your stand-in, the person sitting in your place, we cannot see their face anymore because some light has shone on their face and now their face is washed out. I want you to stare at the image for five minutes, but I want you to make the first 0.25 seconds, the first quarter of a second, I want you to say, how does this make me feel? Boom, answer that question. And if it makes you feel good, now analyze it. Uh, we got a pole off the top of my head. We got a plant growing out of my shoulder. Oh gosh. So we're gonna have to move and with cameras, you can move, this is no joke, you can move the lens of the camera a quarter of an inch and you got completely different real estate behind you, completely different. You could move a quarter inch, completely different real estate behind you. What we used to do setting up, <laughs> this is funny, and nobody caught on, nobody caught on. This is a trick from the movie days, okay? It, it, it's a trick from, from movies. We used to have one set right in front of us and you turn like uh, a quarter turn, not like 90 degrees, right? To the left or the right, whole nother set. It'd be a, a, a kitchen set, a kitchen scene, right? So we'd go from this one scene, which was an outdoor scene, supposedly, and just spin 90 degrees, now we're inside in a kitchen. Okay, that's how Hollywood does this stuff. So you can create your own little Hollywood. So we used to shoot a whole bunch of videos for my clients um, just in succession. They would change their shirt or their top, okay? And that was it. And we'd spin the camera 90 degrees and we'd have a whole different scene as if we drove to a whole different location. And all we did was spin the camera 90 degrees, put on a new top. That was it. That's how hard you have to work, people. You don't have to work that hard at it, okay? It's really funny once you start doing this stuff to have three scenes. So you got the scene in front of you, the scene behind you, and the scene to the left or the right. You have a potential of four scenes. So in, in this one spot, and it could be in the same coffee shop. It can be in the same park, you know? It, it doesn't have to be super elaborate, but I'm gonna tell you what happened to a very big marketer and a very good marketer and I'm not going to say his name because it's super embarrassing, okay? 
he was out in the public. Oh gosh. Oh no. Please don't do that. You can do that if it's not live. He was live. Okay. Don't do that. Don't do lives out in the public because everybody knows what you're doing. And there's a bunch of people out there like me that are just smart, Alex. We just love to take control and start photobombing. And we don't even have to say a word. It's what we do for a hobby. So what he did was he was out live pleading with people to buy his stuff, BMS. BMS, BMS, BMS. And what he didn't do is he did not control the background. So there was a hundred yards between him and the edge of this park. And there was a hedge there and stuff. He could have gotten closer to that hedge and nobody could have been able to walk behind him. But you know what happened? Somebody walked behind him with a dog. You already know what's going to happen, don't you? And this was taking place live, and I saw it, and I went, no. Luckily, this was not my client, and I just went, no, please don't. And this dude walked past, and then he stopped, and then he looked. Now he's over to the right shoulder of this guy, and he looks to see where the lens is lining up. And this guy did this like it was a golf shot. He looked down at the ground, looked at the lens, put his dog there. And what do you think that dog did? 